Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Bus Stop Podcast. Eric Wesley here with you as usual, and today we turn our attention to Hispanic Heritage Month, which is observed from September 15th to October 15th. This month gives us the opportunity to learn and discover the great accomplishments people of Hispanic heritage have made throughout history, and it also marks the anniversary of independence of five Latin American countries, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. The designated period also honors people from Mexico and Chile, which celebrate their independence on September 16th and September 18th, respectively. Joining us today on the podcast are two of Greyhound's outstanding leaders from the West region. First, we have Tabo Garcia, who's the district manager in the West region and also serves as the city manager in Phoenix. Tavo, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Eric. Thank you for having, having me on. Also joining us today is Victoria Munoz, city manager in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Victoria, thank you for joining us today. Yes. Well, Victoria and Tavo, since you are both first-time guests of the podcast, let's start by letting our listeners know a little bit more about each of you. Uh, Victoria, we'll begin with you first. Uh, I want to ask, how long have you been with the company and what locations have you worked in? Well, I'm a transplant from California. I arrived into Albuquerque, New Mexico, March of 2018, and then began my career with Greyhound. So I'm coming up on four years. I, I haven't worked at any other locations, unfortunately, not yet, but I did have the pleasure of a week of training in St. Louis with uh, the wonderful Mr. Joe Kaler and his team. So that was a great experience. But uh, Albuquerque for me has been it. Albuquerque, New Mexico, all four years. Well, we are glad to have you. I'm sure uh, you're a veteran by now with everything that happens <laughs> at Greyhound. <laughs> you could say so. You could say so, I guess. <laughs> and you mentioned being from California. We'll get into a little bit of that here uh, in a minute, just to kind of talk about maybe what the differences are uh, from between, say, from California to New Mexico. Uh, Tavo, like to ask you as well, how long have you been with the company and what locations have you worked in? Well, I've got Victoria B by a few years, actually. I've, I've been with the company 26 years now. Okay. <laughs> uh, native to uh, Arizona. I actually started with Greyhound in Tucson uh, as a baggage handler, believe it or not, and kind of worked my way up through the, through the ranks. I've been in, in Phoenix for about 15 years now. Um, was a city manager for the last 14 and uh, just recently last year took on the position of district manager. I've actually also helped out in other locations like Los Angeles, Las Vegas, New York. Uh, I've been to Albuquerque a few times as well to assist over the years. Uh, so I've had a, quite a bit of different experiences within the, the company. So, so well-traveled with, with Greyhound and your career experience there. Yes, yes. Well, as this being Hispanic Heritage Month, uh, Tavo, when you, when you think about that, what does that mean to you? Well, you know, Eric, as, as a first-generation Mexican-American, uh, both my parents migrated from Mexico uh, many years ago. I'm proud of the, the Hispanic culture uh, and the strong family values that my parents instilled in us. Uh, and so it's just the traditions we celebrate in, in, from Mexico uh, with the holidays and the family unit. It, it's just, a, just good times to, to celebrate the, the family unit. 
And Victoria, how about for you? What did, when you think about this month, what does that mean for you? Um, it's it's a celebration. It's a celebration of all the diverse cultures within the Hispanic heritage, as as Tavo said. I mean, it's it's essentially based off of you know the family, the traditions, the richness, the um, you know it's it's the honor in in partaking in such traditions. Uh, they're they're held by our families. <laughs> I might say they're they're not an option. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is it's something that's strongly, going to happen, right? <laughs> yeah, it's strongly enforced, and things like you know, uh, walking into your your family's home and your grandparents being uh, at the family function, and as kids you'd be running around, and it's like, did you greet your grandparents? You should not be eating, talking, having fun, or doing anything else before you've paid your respect. So there's a lot of respect and uh, family uh, traditions that are upheld. And I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm proud of um, this Hispanic Heritage Month. Well, great, great. Victoria, you mentioned you're from California, um, but you're working in New Mexico now. Have you seen, is there a difference culture-wise uh, from state to state, maybe from region region to region that you've noticed? I, I think there is a, a little bit. I think there's subtle differences, but the culture in itself, um, you know, it's, we all practice the, the pretty much the same things, you know, but in California, you, um, what I do see across from California to New Mexico to Texas is it's ranches, it's large families, it's traditions, it's it's respected and it's practiced to this day. But the only subtle differences I really see are in food where <laughs> I may be here and I'm gonna get a rolled taco, but in California, I get a taquito. Other than that, not much, <laughs> not much. <laughs> now does the taste, is the taste different? Oh, well, that's gonna start a fight. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about people's food and culture. Uh-oh. <laughs> we we'll leave that there, but I just it I enjoy it all. I mean, it is it is really um quite different where I'm in New Mexico, so it's it's really um heavy based off the indigenous and the Native American culture. So in California, you're going to have a little bit more of the Mexico influence. And in Texas, there's a lot of European influence. So mm -hmm. it's pretty vast. Um, but again, we all have the same basic uh, traditions, I think. Okay. And Tavo, what would you add to that, to this conversation about uh, the culture from one state to the next? You so having spent most of your time, I, I guess, in Arizona. Yeah, you know, the one thing I would say is that I think it, it, exactly the difference is probably in the cuisine. You know, and here in Arizona, it's more of a Sonoran style. Uh, Texas, you got you got the Tex-Mex uh, type of a uh, food uh, going on out there, and then California, you know, they've got their difference as well. Um, but you know, one thing that's important is the strong family values in, in all the regions. It comes back down to that family unit, and, and when you talk about that food, you know, it's always on the table to get everybody together. So I think uh, what is difference in cuisine. And taste buds in uh, New Mexico, they love their New Mexico chili. <laughs> not very many oh boy, that's a culture that in New Mexico. <laughs> that green chili is serious stuff. But I'll tell you, there's nothing like walking out of work out of the station and the air is just filled with green chili. It's amazing. Really? Oh, yeah, it is. Amazing. It is. Uh, you know, being from Tucson, they're, they're claimed the fame is uh, Tucson, Arizona. They're, they're home to the chimichanga, which is essentially a, a, a deep fried burrito. 
Um, mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, that's your fault? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. All right. Thank you. <laughs> well, as we celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month, and the, obviously the culture is very rich with a lot of things. What's one thing you would really like people to learn and understand about his, the Hispanic culture? Uh, Victoria, let's start with you first. Um, I think for me, a lot of people assume Hispanic traditions and the culture itself comes from Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, we're a very diverse mix of Americans, Europeans, indigenous, African-American influence. I mean, it's, it's, it covers a lot. So when you put that all together, it's, it's beautiful and represents the five Fs of the Hispanic culture. That's familia, food, faith, fiestas, and football. I mean, that, what, what else do you need? <laughs> but I think, you know, we, we value all those things and we stick to those traditions and we celebrate them. And there's so many different, um, like I said, there's, a, there's such a big mix within the Hispanic culture that it's, I, I think people just need to broaden their, you know, thoughts and feelings on, on where the Hispanic culture comes from. And, and a lot of people will just, pinpoint Mexico. So I think people need to really understand the Hispanic culture and how, how vast it really is. Do you think that has to do uh, with education and we need to be more educated because uh, like you said, a lot of people may just simply think about Mexico, but it's much more broad than that. Well, I think it's necessary to immerse ourselves in other cultures. I mean, it's, it's, it's for personal growth. It's, right. it's, we all need to understand and respect that at the end of the day, um, you look at the bottom line, we all uh, respect our families. We all have a sense of pride in our culture and what we have to offer and contribute. Like you mentioned um, in your uh, article, Miss uh, uh, Sotomayor, she, I mean, born in the Bronx from a Puerto Rican family. Right. Um, I mean, you know who who could have imagined you hope and and as a family you want the best and you support one another but you know it's just not everybody has the same path not everybody has the same path where you have fat large families and farm workers and their contributions are much different but they're all very important and, and relevant so i think we just need to respect the um different uh ends of the spectrum and and what we contribute Everyone has a purpose and everyone matters. Agreed, absolutely. Tavo, how about, uh, what would you like people to learn and understand uh, about the richness of the Hispanic culture? You know, I think as Victoria mentioned that, uh, even though there's differences in cultures, when you talk about the, uh, the cuisine, uh, the music, the arts, um, it all comes back down to family, you know, and, and the, the family values from the, the one generation past to the next, you know, talking about the, Tatas and nanas of carrying that traditions down to even down to the grandkids. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we all want the same thing, which is we want our kids to have more opportunities and, and, and to be just successful, if not more successful than we were growing up, and we give them the opportunity to do that. And, um, you know, as a proud Mexican American, I think the United States does provide that opportunity uh, to uh, our children to, to do better than we did. Uh, so the, 
the family unit is, you know, is key. Uh, uh, it starts with the grandparents uh, passing those traditions down to the to the parents and down to the kids, as well as uh, keeping that family unit going. You mentioned the families and the traditions. Is there a tradition that stands out for you and your family, Tavo, that, you, that maybe your grandparents passed down and you continue to pass down to your children? You know, one thing that's uh, a couple of things that bring back my, uh, my mom passed away a few years ago, but we used to love getting together and, and having our parties where my mom would make uh, piñatas uh, for the kids to break open. So you know, whenever you see piñata, brings back lots of memories as well as playing a board game that we used to play called Bloteria, a Mexican board game that's a a lot of good times spending with the family, just doing, uh, having food and, and friends and family over and having a good time enjoying our company. Well, I'm going to have to challenge you to a game. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good. You familiar with that game, Victoria? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a great family pastime. It really is a lot of fun. How about in your family, Victoria? What what traditions have stuck with you that you like to pass on to your family? Well, what I, I as far as traditions, it's a matter. I I have three children and a granddaughter, and you know, I they're they're all so different. And you know, in the Hispanic culture, they they teach a matter of accountability and respect to your elders and you know, really emphasize to be accountable and to have a sense of pride in everything that you do. So I, I, I work hard and I make sure that my kids work hard. <laughs> I have a scholar and a blue collar, you know, and I have one in high school and I tell them whatever you do, you do with a sense of accountability and pride. And as long as you're working hard, you know, that's, that's what's most important is what what are we contributing? What do we give back? Our parents worked hard. Our grandparents worked hard. As Tabo said, he's the first generation here. I am the second. Uh, okay. My mother was actually born in Hatch, New Mexico, and uh, shortly after moved uh, to California with family. But, you know, the, the roots are there. And I want my kids to always remember and, and hold them dear. They, you know, they, it's what built us. That's, that's how we continue to grow. Let me ask you both this question. I don't have it here on our list, but I was reading an article today about uh, the terminology, Hispanic, uh, Latino, or Latinx. Any thoughts on that? Um, any preference? And I know it seems to change. I know for African-Americans, the terminology has changed through the years, but uh, any thoughts on Hispanic, Latino, Lat Latinx, or does it not matter? I'm not sure, I'm Victoria or Tavo, either one of you. Well, I, I kind of think it's a it's a touchy situation where you have people who are more traditional and have their thoughts and feelings on the roles within the family, and so some just don't take to the new and improved labels, as they say, but. You know, I get it. We, we have to grow and learn and evolve and include what the new generation brings and, and find a way to respect it and still honor our elders and the traditions that we, we were brought up with. And right. So, you know, uh, it's all based out of the same, you know, Latin is, is the beginning of 
those phrases. So I think they're embracing their culture and just adding um, some new ideas and, and opinions on it. Okay, okay. Tavo, you wanna add anything to that? Sure, sure. Um, you know, I, I think the terminology um, over the years has just changed and some of that may be politically correctness, you know, as, as, some, as things change and views change. Uh, I mean, I've always been used to the term Hispanic or, or Latino. Um, uh, myself, just where I'm from, uh, but it doesn't change, you know, who, who we are at the end of the day and where we come from. Um, so I, I don't have any uh, any any objections or, or, or personal opinions on 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 which terminology should be used. And I think some of that again is just over the years uh, as uh, as things change politically, uh, they they tend to uh, make some adjustments there um, to ensure they include uh, you know different. Uh, areas that may have not been represented before uh you know mexican american is a term that's common with me because i'm from mexico right and again that that would exclude uh, a large a lot of latin areas um so I, I understand why they they want to make adjustments sometimes to ensure everybody's included and you talk about the united states you know the biggest thing is we're a melting pot of people yeah. from all over the world and we want to make sure we recognize all those different uh, um countries and cultures as they want to hopefully continue to instill those values and their traditions and cultures and their kids as they give them a better opportunity, hopefully here in the United States to, like I said earlier, do better than, than we did, which is I think what we all want for our children, their opportunity to be hopefully more successful and have a better life. This has been a great conversation with both of you. Uh, Tavo, have we missed anything? Uh, no, I don't think so, I guess, but I, I I couldn't get away without saying as far as just uh, another family tradition I didn't think of uh, is just uh, and we're coming up in that season uh, tamales during the during the, the holidays and we come up on uh, Christmas come around the holidays. I look forward to, to getting together with the family and, and uh, making tamales and, and, and having those uh, uh, during the Christmas uh, holiday season. Do you participate <laughs> in the uh, family production line of the tamales. Uh, I'm just at the end waiting for the product to come off the I, table. <laughs> I do quality control. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I'm a taste <laughs> tester at the end. Very good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> that sounds good. Uh, uh, Victoria, are you in the production line? Or are you you a taste tester? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the uh, the honor of hosting. Uh, the tamale get together. So we all get together as a family, and we have a great time and. I, I have uh, that traditional, you know, um, ant that comes in and there's no measuring that takes place. It's a dash of this and a pinch of that. And, you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. so there's no measuring. It's all out of heart. It's all cooking out of love. And it's a great experience. And it turns out perfect every time. There's no no recipe written down. She's got it down pat. <laughs> oh, and if you get it wrong, she'll let you know right there on the spot. So it's, <laughs> it's always a good time. <laughs> But good. Have we have we missed anything, Victoria, from that you may want to add? No, sir. But uh, being that it is Hispanic Heritage Month, you will find lots of festivals. It's colorful. Follow the aromas in the air. Follow the colors. Have a great time. I take this opportunity to enjoy the arts, the customs, the the food, the music. It's it's a great a great time to really immerse yourself in the Hispanic culture. Great, great. Well, Victoria and Tavo, you both are going to have to teach me the board game. Say, 
Let us know the board game <laughs> one more time. I, I'd love to learn how to play it. All right, we'll get a good game going, Tavo. This is your host, and you sounds like a this sounds one. like a plan. <laughs> so what, what was the game called again? Loteria. Loteria. Yeah, it's a Mexican card game, man. You actually, it's almost like a bingo a little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay. And actually, we use we use uh, just pinto beans as uh, as your markers. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Talk about how things change now, Otavo. I don't know about you guys, but we use the the cell phone app to call them out so that you know because there's some cheaters sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going to name names because you know you never. That know, wouldn't but... be you, Victoria. <laughs> oh, oh, never. <laughs> honestly it's the only way i think i can win erica but you know so the phone comes in handy and that's where you know things have changed a little bit where you would have your family member calling them out and now you just push a button everybody sits around and has a good time and waits for the phone to call them out <laughs> oh well this that's great that's great well thank you both for your time today i know you're both very busy uh in your location so thank you for taking time out to uh talk with us today a pleasure and honor. Sorry. Thank you very hey, much. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you as well for joining us on the podcast. And be sure to come back for the next episode of the Bus Stop Podcast. And as always, remember, you are Greyhound. Be first, be safe, be stellar.